What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Selama datang ke episode Serata Slapan Pulu Anam. Welcome to episode 186. and today we will talk about the expiry which was possibly for at least the second time in a row perhaps the third time in a row most suited for option sellers so make sure you are listening to this episode at a speed you are comfortable at and let's get started all right so quickly running through the market snapshot we are seeing nifty below 9200 at 9142.75 it's down 240 points or 2.57%. Looking at the exchange wide snapshot, you know just the buying and selling details, we can see that there was tremendous selling pressure from the FIs to the tune of 2152 crore. Uh and the DIs had 802 crores worth of buying pressure. So it was clearly very skewed in terms of the selling side and that is perhaps you know why we saw such a negative expiry. I'm sure that at least part of this was because of the fm announcement that was there yesterday because i had tweeted this out as well and it was there on my instagram story that post uh, the fm announcement at night sgx nifty was extremely negative and as a result just going by those uh, cues it it was most likely going to be a negative day so based on that alone it was uh, quite evident and i'm assuming that must have been a factor for these fi's to you know sell just so aggressively looking at the broad market indices we can see that this time uh you know unusually so the small and mid cap stocks have performed fairly well you know in terms of not being too negative compared to nifty 50 stocks and just large cap stocks in general and i think the reason for this is because yesterday's announcements were mainly majorly going to impact MSMEs and while I doubt that uh you know most of them were too relevant for listed companies I'm sure that you know some some listed companies will stand to benefit and pretty much every company which will actually have some tangible benefit from the MSME reforms will be in the small cap or the mid cap segment so that's my take on the broad market indices performance and uh you know shifting gears to the sectoral indices we can see very clearly that almost all of them were negative and the only ones which were slightly you know reasonably positive or at least flat positive were fmcg and pharma coincidentally these are the only two indicate uh, these are the only two indices which were negative yesterday when everything else was positive so i think that it is uh you know it's just the sort of inverse beta kind of deal that's happening here which is fair pharma it's it's something which which is very news based i'm not quite sure if it will always move in that negative beta or at least a lower beta kind of uh you know movement pattern but fmcg generally moves very stably and it is like a hedge for you know your traditional risky stocks so that's very understandable that it would move that way and i'm looking at a few other indices this time i thought i'd look at the dividend opportunities index as well of nifty and looks like that is down as well so uh you know pretty much all of the equity stocks were not really performing well 
fixed income indices understandably so are positive volume spurts except for century ply db realty green ply and i think that's about it no uh, real you know massive volume spurts and price spurts also except for schneider except for uh i think it's only just schneider schneider and arti drugs i think those are the only uh, two you know well known oh ndtv is here as well so ndtv schneider arti drugs those are the only three even remotely well known stocks which uh, you know have have experienced price spurts today and looking at the bulk deals we can see ibel housing finance cummins india uh, equitas holdings rbl bank all of these you know usual suspects no block deals and new shorts initiated for bharat forge tata chemicals and tvs motors so uh, that's something that you might want to keep in mind ruchi soya once again on its gaining upper circuit thing i was actually very curious about ruchi soya so, so i was doing some digging on it and apparently uh, it was relisted sometime in january and since jan it's gained around 3200% and uh, its most uh, you know most famous brand as they're calling it is nutrella those soya chunks that we're all familiar with so uh, i just thought i'd you know give you that information info because we talk about ruchi soya so much it only makes sense that we also uh, talk about what they do so it's you know that that connect is there uh, but then anyway 52 week lows we're looking at kajaria ceramics we're looking at uh, nifty mid cap 150 etf of nippon limited and that's it uh shifting gears into um the usd inr it's it's not loading for some reason but then it it has been like a flat ish day for usd inr in terms of close in terms of uh, you know the intraday movements of usd inr we could see some very clear uh, you know upward trajectory being shown to us 7549 was the open for the day so it opened well below its well well above its uh, you know very first resistance almost right at day before yesterday's close and almost right at yesterday's high from there it was able to gain to the tune of uh, 8th may's close and from there it fell quite sharply uh, just below yesterday's cip so i'm referencing to a lot of uh, you know a lot of levels here cips and closes and such but then i've always said that FX markets it's it's always sort of followed this very weird pattern where the previous candles are you know very uh, very powerful in terms of dictating where the price might be so right now it's right at one of its supports at 7543 so let's see what happens it's up 0.18% so not a lot and uh, now looking at crude we are seeing wti at 25.9 dollars per barrel up 2.41% brent at 30.02 dollars per barrel up 2.84% so not a lot it looks like till now at least uh, crude prices have been reasonably stable whether this will remain whether this will be the case or not can't say and uh, with that let's move to the indices so we'll just breeze through the indices and it won't be that elaborate it won't be that in depth because the movements today were fairly restricted and they were you know very odd in the sense that it was clearly a negative day but then today we saw the market taking support at literally every single level that it could find s2 was a very important pivot point for nifty and for bank nifty 
but then any other cip any other hiccup any other close literally any other level that you could think of it was trying to take support and as a result the option premium decayed a lot in fact if you were on the put side you could have still possibly made you know an okay ish amount of money i'm looking at 19200 uh, put here and had you gone long uh, the put at a dip you know when the price was when the price of the put was at its absolute lowest that is pretty much the only point where you could have made money apart from that you would have just been scalping at that point and the same is true for the call as well so looking at the 19200 call unless you were able to buy it when nifty or bank nifty were at dips you know uh, 9200 or a similar call for nifty and 19200 or a similar call for bank nifty unless you would have been able to buy those calls when the underlying was at an absolute dip you would have really not uh you know stood to gain because clearly today was an option sellers market if we look at um i'm looking at 92 19200 here but i'm thinking i'll just go to uh you know i'll go to a call which is in the money right now so i'll probably probably just go to 19000 here and uh, i'll pause for a bit so i can be back and i won't waste time perfect so i have my i have my 19000 call in front of my eyes expiring today by the way just so we're on the same page about it and uh had you bought it you know in the morning thinking that the price would go up it is it is kind of obvious that you would have uh, not really um you know made a lot of money but then had you actually bought it at a dip for example when uh you know when nifty was around 19164 or so at that time you could have made a reasonable 2x or so on the on the call which is a good amount i feel it's a very good amount for an expiry but then had you even held on to it for a few extra minutes you would have lost around 50% of your gains and from there it was a downward trajectory even though at certain times nifty or bank nifty regardless of what you look at because the movements were very similar even though the underlying was taking support at certain levels unless you would have been extremely aggressive with your profit booking where you just get a few points you scalp a few points and then you exit you would have really not stood to gain a lot and this reminds me of the uh, kind of trades that you were forced to take when vix was you know around 70 to 90 because at that time you had to take you know a few points you had to scalp a few points and then you had to exit so that were the, the these were the kind of moves that you really had to make today if you wanted to make money long options short options you could have shorted any of these at any point and they would have expired at a lower rate than what you would have originally paid for so today clearly a shorters market and uh, you'll see several profit screenshots on twitter today of uh, you know uh, option shorters and so on and that is because this was really their day if if there's someone who was long options and i know i think there is one at least one person who made a lot of money going long options that i think is uh, you know a very good thing to see those are i think the kind of people who really have a good grasp on uh, the market movements because going short on an option going going short on options on days like these is is kind of you know it sounds simple sure it it probably isn't i'm sure uh, but it it is in practice very easy because you could have just held to it till expiry and then you could have made a good 250 or so points on a bank nifty option per lot so it was it was a good day for option sellers in fact it was probably just too easy for them had they just had some patience so that's my view on uh, 
you know how today traded for uh, as far as a weekly expiry go and as far as you know just intraday moves go they are they were very you know very iffy as i said taking support at any level it can and uh, that is pretty much what we saw it's a bit hard to say uh, you know exactly how today was because it was sort of in the middle you know if you look at the if you look at the daily chart if you look at the weekly chart it will really not reflect the kind of indecisiveness that was seen today what does reflect the indecisiveness is if you look at smaller time frame charts such as 5 minute ones and uh, you know even 15 minute will show you dojis and such or if you look at you know the market depth like tape reading of sorts so if you look at those things you would have understood how uh, you know in the air today was so and as a result of course the premium dk was real so that's also one of the reasons why option buyers would not have made a lot of money and uh, that's my view on the indices right now on the daily chart they look all right they are still in hanging in the middle i would say it's nifty at least has supports at this level it has resistances bank nifty right now it's probably looking at a 19k retest if you ask me um you know if it if it does not get that sort of additional punch so that's my take on you know the indices right now and uh, in the coming segment we'll just you know touch a bit about the announcement that was made today so i'm using money controls article on uh, on you know this this today's second tranche of measures as they've said for this uh, this little snapshot and the reason is because that's that's you know the only thing which is in front of my eyes so i thought i'd just use it and they've got very clear cut headlines such as tackling agri concerns addressing woes of migrant workers labor reforms and so on so today's announcement in general was more towards the working class and i think this is one announcement which has been missing and which has been long awaited by a lot of people in fact most of the criticisms that people had and rightfully so against the stimulus package was because it was not really aimed towards uh, the poor and towards those who really need it rather it was more of an industrial or rather it was more of a capitalist uh you know stimulus package again not really a bad thing if you you know are are aware with how capitalism can work in certain cases not a bad thing uh but certainly you know it it was not addressing the right issues at least yesterday but then it was always known that these announcements will be made so uh it it was a good it was a good announcement in terms of ground level you know realities for a lot of these people and so i think it is it is something which which is very popular among people but then there there's always that thing that what what the market considers uh positive what the market considers ideal is very different from what people consider ideal and the best example for that is us stock markets going up whereas unemployment um, unemployment numbers were also going up so that is true here as well because while we are talking about the welfare of people while we are talking about you know sort of uplifting the needy at the same time we are looking at sgx nifty down 100 points at 9016 so uh, as of now it does not look too positive the fm's announcements do not look so positive right now and i think that it's not really the right metric to judge the announcements by because the announcements aren't really meant to boost the boost the markets they are meant to boost the lives of so many people so i think this is an irrelevant uh, you know metric 
purely if we consider the announcement but then because this is a market podcast and this is a market podcast episode this is not the uh, you know stimulus package episode these stock prices and these index prices are extremely relevant in fact they are the most relevant thing right now so as of now sgx nifty and the rest of the global markets are looking down european markets have taken an absolute beating here so i am expecting uh, you nasdaq and the us markets to not perform so good as a result tomorrow might be another negative day so just be prepared for that all right so my trades for the day i was on the put side i was long on a put and the reason for this is because if you look at 11th may's uh, you know data you can see that nifty or bank nifty both of them were very similar they opened right at the resistance similar case with today it was a gap down it was below its uh, you know massive resistance it was at smaller resistances and overall it really did not look so good of course there were chances of it turning positive because you know it was at its s2 level it was at its 50 ma for bank nifty and so on but then that risk was something which is you know well within the range so I, so i went longer put and uh, the prices went up it reached s1 which is you know a natural thing i i was prepared for that so that was not really a shocker for me in fact i added to the position at that point of time and uh, the bad part is that after it you know hit s1 and after it went down and after it continued going down uh, just under the low of the day the previous low of the day on the very first candle it sort of started consolidating that is when the option premium started decaying and as a result even though i was directionally correct about the market i was not able to make a lot of good returns i was able to scalp i think uh, i have to think about this because i don't quite remember the roi on that i think it was around must have been around 30% roi on one of the uh, on one of the puts so i was able to get around the 30% roi on one of the puts and i scalped it again i accepted the profits used those profits as a cushion for the second put and i held on to it i held on to it almost till expiry but then things were really starting to get out of hand because uh, after the market starting turning positive right around 12:30 or so i had to exit it just cutting my losses and i exited that put so uh you know i i was left with a pretty fairly sizable mtm loss on my account at that point of time and then i i thought that all right this this appears to be it for the day and uh, then i reentered into a put because it was a lower risk trade so i reentered into the put at around 2 pm or so and the next candle the put of course skyrocketed because the underlying nifty bank just went down very sharply so i was able to get i think once again must have been a 30 or a 40% roi on that and as a result that helped me cut my losses down tremendously so that was a good sign uh so you know among all of those things among trade repairs and all those things i think my net pnl for the day was down around 20% or so on my on my starting capital and uh once again the same the the 20% or the 10% that i speak about in these episodes is on the same capital so you know net net today was around uh twice a lo- twice bigger loss than uh, my minimum acceptable profit which is still fine it's not too bad uh but then it is it it could have been much worse which is something that i'm glad that i avoided 
so it was a bit of a weird day honestly i mean you, i'm sure that you can understand by the way and by the weird way in which i'm talking about the day because it's really hard to put it into words how indecisive today was how you know how much of option premium today ate up so uh that was my trade again net negative today around 20% on my small starting capital i do feel that to some extent i was handicapped as far as capital is concerned because had i had more capital on me as i did i think last week i could have you know just gone long a future or something to you know save myself from the theta dk and i could have recovered these uh, losses so that's fine that's just how these things work and yeah that that was my trade those were my trades and let's move to the lesson all right so a lot of us traders don't understand that the probability the theoretical probability of our next trade ceteris paribus is independent of our previous trade and the reason why i say this is because a lot of us you know hesitate while repairing trades and re-entering into trades once we've already made a loss and on the face of it it's logical because we think that i don't want to lose more money but then had i you know just sat tightly and just observed how the market's looted me i would have been out around 30 35% for the day but because i was able to re-enter into the trade and it was trust me it was not an easy thing to do i i had several second thoughts i i was wondering what if i end up losing more money and i i was willing to live with that probability as well but i re-entered into the trade because i wanted to learn i wanted to make sure that i don't stagnate myself i wanted to do something bold and i wanted to do something different because that is ultimately how you grow so as a result i went long another put because i wanted to recover uh, the previous losses and i was able to do that to the tune of uh, i think a very fair chunk i think one third of the losses that i had made were recovered because of that one single put and there were you know instances where my trade repairs the trades which were taken in order to repair my losses were also added to my losses and you know that's fine that's just how these things work you know you you have to just be willing to take that risk you have to take the chance and you have to be extremely confident in yourself otherwise it is just not going to work out whether it's you know repairing trades or whether it's taking any trades in general so my honest you know lesson for the day was that it is it is futile to be very uh you know very hesitant about taking trades you you really have to come to terms with the fact that you are doing something which has which carries a very calculated risk and unless you take those calculated risks and unless you keep on doing things which challenge you you will really not grow as a trader you will really not progress as a trader because you can only stay in that cocoon of yours for so long so and i say these things very harshly because i was in that cocoon and i still am partially and that's something that i want to get out of so i hope you found this helpful and informative and i think this is a bit of a long one i apologize for that i hope you haven't fallen asleep by now if you haven't then good thing shout out to you shoot me a message at markets with kr on twitter at indian markets with kr on instagram tell me that today you were not asleep and that is it is an achievement because it really is but anyway i hope you found this helpful and informative i hope you got something out of this i hope you had a profitable weekly expiry and as always see you in the next one happy trading